0: Your hosts, Jeannie Walters and Adam Toporek, are two of the most recognized and respected names in customer experience, and they've dedicated themselves to helping you improve your customer experiences. And now, it's time for Adam and
1: Jeannie. Adam, it's hard to believe, but today is September something, and I think it's a Blur's Day. A
0: Blur's Day, yes. Every day is a Blur's Day, Jeannie.
1: That's what it feels like, right? And... You know, today we're, I thought it might be kind of fun to talk about how you and I have been able to, you know, keep our focus, stay dedicated, and just get through these last several months mm. because... I,
0: objection, Your Honor. Facts not in evidence. <laughs> I, I thought you said you that I had stayed focused, Jeannie. I'm just che- just checking. Is that what you were saying? So... <laughs>
1: So I'm sure that we've both had days that have been better than others on focus. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) But, you know, you and I have both worked from home for a long time, uh, but we usually were traveling a lot, too. We usually were juggling different things. So this was kind of a different time for us since March. (laughs) And uh, I'm just curious, you know, what are some of the ways that that you've been able to keep your focus, to stay dedicated and productive during these times?
0: Well, first of all is I've gotten really good reflexes. So, um, you know, <laughs> dodging things that are thrown at me by perhaps spouses uh, after living <laughs> after living with me for six months is, you know, I, so I, I'm very focused on things that are in the air, Jeannie. I, I've, <laughs> I've, I've learned my peripheral vision is like a cat.
1: Well, and I also want to point out that you you said spouse is plural, but as far as I know, you only have one.
0: I was trying to I was trying to make it general, so I didn't do name anyone who might have grown right.
1: But or not. <laughs> just uh, to so be clear,
0: for for me, you know, I, I do subscribe to this idea of there's not enough time, maybe, but you really do have plenty of time. What you don't mm-hmm. have is uh, plenty of energy. Hmm. Um, Right. And if you're one of those people that's just gifted and is like, you know, at their peak all day long, which I don't think is anyone, uh, right. that's great. But, I, you know, it's it's a function of time and energy. And focus is one of the things that is sort of related to that energy factor. So I'll give you a few things I've done. Now, one is going to seem a little extreme and people are going to think I'm a little uh, loco here for doing it. <laughs> I literally bought an otter box uh, if you know what that is, or it's a, I don't know what it is. It's like a little case that you would take to put your phone in at the beach. It's waterproof. Yep. My phone stays in there for a great part of the day now.
1: Uh, I see what you're saying. So you, you bought it so that you don't use your phone?
0: I literally, I bought it because if you go in and maybe we can put some links in the show notes, Mm -hmm. I I went down the rabbit hole for a couple hours one day because I'd already known this. I'd read a lot about it. But if you go on like YouTube and start looking Mm -hmm. for things about digital addiction and how essentially these apps and our devices are literally designed around our psychology to addict us, Uh, and I realized that I was starting to use Instagram as a strategy, a lot heavier this year. And I'd never been a big Instagram user until this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, and because I was using it as a business strategy, I was checking it and then I was checking (laughs) it more and then I was checking it more. Uh, and I realized how automatic those things became. So one of the Mm -hmm. things I did was I literally have my phone a lot of the day, particularly prior to lunch the morning Mm -hmm. in a box, I have to open a latch, go to another table and, and, uh, open, pull it out of the box and then open the cover on the phone to check something. And you know those are four things that say, okay, that stop, that interrupt the pattern, which is the goal yep. you're interrupting wow. that it's right in front of me. The worst thing, I mean, the one thing I did years ago was I got a cover that covers the face of the phone. I got, mm-hmm. I was on that like three years ago. So mm-hmm. you're, cause the thing's just sitting on your desk, just bam, bam, mm-hmm. bam, bam. Right. Uh, so that's one one of the things in for me staying focused is designing my environment to minimize distraction.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's very good advice. And uh, I do something not quite as extreme, but a lot of times if I'm focused on something, I will make sure that every single buzzer, beeper, whatever is off. And I will turn my phone over on a shelf in my office and nice. have the... Uh, ringer silenced and everything. So, um, that's definitely something I, I try to do more often these days too. And the other thing that I had to consider during this time, which, uh, you know, everybody's situation is different. You know, I've got two kids who are home learning, (laughs) you know, all that. And so figuring out strategies for them, because in the beginning, like, you know, I share an office with my teenager now. And there were times where he would get really excited about something he was doing, or he would be on YouTube checking things out or whatever, and say, "Oh my gosh, you've got to hear this!" and just kind of interrupt me. And so (laughs) I had to say, "Stop." (laughs) Is this something like? Are you okay? Are you (laughs) bleeding? You're fine. Okay. So now um, they both kind of learned different ways that I need to focus and that, you know, and then we also have patterns and routines for them so that we know kind of we're going to come together at lunch. We're going to break up the day that way as a family. And then, um, we're also going to kind of put a bookend at the end of the day, which sometimes I'll be honest, some days that's easier than others. Of course. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's part of the system. And, you know, let's, let's be real. If you're listening to this, you're like, well, I have my boss. I have to be on all the time. I have Mm -hmm. to be on the Slack channel. I have to do all these things. Completely get it. I'm definitely in a job and, you you know, there are certain times where I'm involved with client work where I'm not putting it in the box or I've got some some mechanism to make sure I can get bothered. Just depends what's going on. Mm -hmm. But, you know, find 15 minutes. If it's mm-hmm. not an hour, you can do it for 15 minutes. It, 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 pretty, you know, pretty much everyone can live without your Slack response or your email for 15 minutes right. or 20 or 30, right? You can find at least what you know, sort of micro gaps, right? Mm-hmm. These little pieces of time where you're just not distracted because the evidence, the research on how ineffective we are when mm-hmm. we multitask is astounding.
1: It really is, I mean, and there, it, it's pretty universal at this point too. There, there
0: isn't yeah. much debate, <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. There's not a lot of uh, research on the in the other camp, exactly.
1: Right. Right. Uh, yeah.
0: So the other thing for me is I'm a huge morning. I'm not a mm-hmm. huge morning person. I'm actually a night owl naturally. Like in college, like i, I go to bed at one or two. Um, but I've trained myself because the morning is the only time. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. To get, um, you know, I'm writing, I'm doing things like that. So grab those first few hours before the don't check email. There's a whole book, never check email in the morning. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and okay. That's wonderful for some people, but you're, most people can't do that, but can you not check it for the first hour? Right. 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 Uh, it, so I, I think that's really important. Uh, exercise is huge.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah. Focus. I've been, I've been grateful to have a treadmill in our basement here because that's how I've been starting my day, and that makes a huge difference. And then the other thing that we're doing exercise-wise that I really appreciate is we break up the day with a walk, and usually what happens is one of the kids and I take the dog after lunch, and we walk for you know, 30 minutes or so. And it's just a way to get that fresh air, get some exercise and literally break up the day. Because like you, I do a lot of my focus work in the morning, if I can, sometimes with time zone. Yeah, it clients. doesn't always work. It you know, exactly. <laughs> gets tricky. But uh, yeah, and then, and then on top of that, though, I have gotten so much better during this time period at actually planning my days, at making sure that when I close up my office, quote unquote, at the end of the day, at the end of my business day, I know exactly what I need to do the next day. And that has made a huge difference. And that sounds so basic, but I think you and I, um, you know, when when you're traveling two days a week and you're you've you're juggling all that, sometimes that's the stuff that kind of goes out the window. That organized like planning day after day after day, that habit. And I feel like I built up that muscle again to stay really focused and make sure I know exactly what's happening throughout the day.
0: Well, if you've built up that muscle, it's like the old Charles Atlas ads. You're like the big muscle guy. And I'm the, <laughs> I'm, I'm the guy getting sand kicked in his face on that one because I, I still haven't figured that out, Jeannie. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. and it's
1: not perfect, right? Like all yeah, these course. things. And I think that high performers often will stop something when it's not perfect. And that has been something I've fallen down on in the past. Like, well, these three days, I didn't get any of my to-do list checked off because of X, Y, Z. And so this, this is stupid. I'm not going to do this anymore. And it's like, that's not, it is literally kind of, I think about it like a yoga practice. Like you're never actually, it's not like you go, oh, yay, I did yoga. I'm good at yoga now. I should never do it again. (laughs) Like that's (laughs) not how it works.
0: It's not, man, that one class. I I, I felt so good after it, too.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it's, uh, I mean, it's something that I think we have to constantly evolve and keep working and all those things. And this discussion was really just because I think we're all dealing with this and our employees are dealing with this and our customers are dealing with this. 100%.
0: How
1: do we? And I want to
0: say, because, you know, even, even, you know, one of the things I've realized is even walking is a privilege you know, mm-hmm. in in some cases, the fact that it, whether you live in a, Absolutely. A, a crowded area or a non-crowded area, right? Where mm-hmm. you can actually safely walk or not walk. So if you're hearing any of those, like this doesn't apply to me, this doesn't apply to me,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'd say my overall sort of advice, the, the way I look at it personally is this, it is literally focus and all these things are about control.
1: Mm-hmm. It is
0: about, are you going to control, how much of your time are you able to proactively try to control in a day? Now Mm -hmm. you're talking to all, you know, it's going to be different for everybody. If you have a boss, that's going to be different than if you're an entrepreneur, if you are busy versus you're not busy, but it is a fight for control because everything else, Slack, email, you know, that there's that saying, you know, email is everybody else's agenda for your time or whatever it is. Right. Right. And that's very true. So Mm -hmm. it's really, whatever your situation is, is look at it from the standpoint of where can I take back control? Is it 30 minutes here, 15 minutes here, an hour here, whatever it is, where can I do that to get focus, to do really good quality work and to not have the stress of multitasking and being pulled away and the dings and the chimes and all Mm -hmm. of everyone else sort of grabbing at you.
1: Right. Right. And you know, that is hard in certain roles. And so I really like your advice of just taking back what you can, you know, 15 minutes here, 15 minutes there, breaking up the day as much as you can, getting fresh air where you can, getting exercise where you can, all of those things. Drink lots of water. You know me. I drink oh. water all the time. <laughs> <Nice>. uh, <laughs> So uh, all of now, we're, now we're giving
0: health advice. I think that's actually the only oh, well, health advice you can give. I think I think drink water and move is the only two things you can really stay <laughs> safely anymore.
1: Well, yeah, but take care of yourselves is what we're saying. Try, <laughs> so. try
0: suing us for that just for not being doctors. <laughs> move more and drink water. You try it.
1: <laughs> well, you know, we want you to take care of yourself because we love our listeners, right, Adam?
0: Yes, we did. Please do take care of yourselves.
1: So thank you so much for being here and for listening to Crack the Customer Code. Crack the Customer Code is a proud member of C-Suite Radio, so be sure to check out all the great business content at radio.com and tv.com. I'm Jeannie Walters, and you can learn more about me and our journey mapping programs, our resources like webinars and blogs, CX training, and speaking at experienceinvestigators.com.
0: And I'm Adam Deporek. You can learn more about our keynote speaking, uh, customer service training, virtual, in-person, all that good stuff. And by the way, if you're my client, the phone is always on for you. Don't worry about all (laughs) the stuff you just heard. You can find out more about us at customersatstick.com. Until next time, take care of yourself.
1: And take care of your customers.